Hey guys, it's me, Brandy from Brandy's Nonsense. For those of you who listened to my previous posts, I appreciate it. This post, however, is based on something else. So just a second ago, I called up my dad and I asked him to come and get my little guy for the night. Not only because he's been wanting to stay the night, but because I was just feeling a bit overwhelmed. And I wanted to share with you guys some of the things that I do when I'm a bit overwhelmed. First and foremost, I will be honest. I am on an anxiety medication Ativan and a uh, panic attack medication that's called Klonopin. Now to any of you users, this is a question to you. If any of you have experience with medication, what are some things that you do to try and counteract the need to have them? Because, you know, I try to always do things that are natural. Um, One thing that I do do, I will not lie, do do, haha, is I am a pot smoker. Um, I'm a medical marijuana smoker. I will say this. I have no qualms against medical marijuana. I'm not ashamed of it. I will say that I have always been legal since the time I started smoking when I was 18. I had always had a card. And forgive me if I dab while we do this. My son is not here. I'm in the safety to dab on my own. But some other things that I do to try and counteract stress. I always try to do the breathing technique, which is just to take a few moments, even if a response is required from you, to just be in the moment, realize what's going on, take a few deep breaths, and sometimes it centers me back to where I need to be. Now that's just like an immediate little exercise that you can do. Sometimes I will let my jaw relax, I will let my face relax, I will let everything relax, take a few moments, be in the moment, let the frustration have its time, and then return to the moment. Several deep breaths, and then return to whatever it is that is, (coughs) excuse me, causing the irritation. So that's one thing you can do in the moment. Another thing that I can do, sometimes a lot of people don't like it, but let's face it, when we're focusing on things like this, we're focusing on what's going to be best for our mental being. Sometimes it's as easy as just walking away from the situation, taking yourself away from what is frustrating you, what is getting on your nerves, walking away, taking a walk, excusing yourself in the most polite manner, and just exiting the situation altogether. Sometimes, even though others may find this offensive, it may be the best thing for you to do, which is to just eliminate yourself from whatever it is that is triggering you, whatever it is that is causing your panic. Some other things that you can do. Now, for example, sometimes we have to live through the panic moment. We literally have to endure it. Because some ideal situations aren't going to present themselves. Sometimes you're going to be in situations where you can't just walk away. It could be a boss. You know, you can't just turn your back on that and just walk away from the situation. But you can control the situation after it happens and how it affects you. Once it has happened, you can draw yourself away. You can put yourself in a quiet place, 
You can dwell on it for a moment, and you know what? You might even cry. Honestly, crying is not a bad thing. I think a lot of people, (coughs) excuse me, men and women attribute crying to weakness. And I just want to say that crying is not weakness. Crying is your way of whatever emotion has been just overloading you, letting it out. I tell my husband this all the time. Sometimes you just have to let it out. Like I had said in just a previous little moment, you know, sometimes you have to have or let it have its moment in the light in order for you to feel better about it. You have to have that time where it's like, okay, I'm sad, I'm frustrated, I'm upset, I'm mad, and it needs to have its moment in the light, or otherwise, honey, sweetheart, man, woman, it's going to not go anywhere. It's just going to sit there and it's going to bother you. One thing that I do find very helpful, and a lot of people find it cliche, is to carry a journal. Sometimes if you carry a journal on your person, it's okay to find a few minutes, whether you are at work and escape into the bathroom, or you're at your office, or you're just at home, to just sit down, jot down really crazily, doesn't matter if your penmanship is good or not, what is bothering you, what is going on in that current moment, and sometimes just getting it out right then and there can really help you feel better. I know this for a fact. So carrying an Insta journal on you might even be helpful. And in the long term, carry a journal that you can come back to at the end of every day. Write everything down. Because sometimes when you don't have a person that you can vent to, let's face it, not all of us have a person that we can vent to. When you don't have a person you can vent to, you can look at your journal and it can kind of be your friend. And you can be like, okay, this is what the day was. Maybe even cry some more where can I go from here? And even though the journal doesn't respond back to you, at least it's getting it out, right? And that can be very important. When you are frustrated, when you are mad, when you are dealing with things and every day, life is a struggle. Let's face it, getting up every day, having to adult every day, doing these things every day is a struggle. Trust me that paying bills, going to work, having a social life, having friends, or at least trying to have a friend, even though you're kind of an introvert, all these things, they pile up. Having a journal, writing at the end of the day, as cliche as it may seem, even naming your journal, giving your journal a name, like Bob or Hannah or somebody even that you've dealt with in the past, just opening up to them. It might even be somebody that's long since gone, almost like writing them a letter, you know, that can be something that is really relieving. I know it's something that I do um, on that subject. I know not all of us are very fortunate to have a friend that we can know and trust and turn to. Thankfully, I have a friend. Her name is Ina, and I also have a friend whose name is Dee and a friend whose name is Lynn. They're kind of like my small circle. I will say that they are probably the only ones in my circle that I open up to And I tell them what's going on and sometimes just telling them what's going on really takes a lot off of my shoulders. Like right now, I've been very open on previous episodes about how I have DID. Unfortunately, even though I am on a lot of medication, there isn't a lot of medication that can help control that other than talk therapy. I am a big advocate for talk therapy. I think for people who find frustration and um, 
things like that in their life, if they involve themselves in some kind of talk therapy, I think it would do them a lot of good. Because a lot of what people struggle with is just bottling everything up and not letting it go anywhere, and that's really hard. When you're doing that, you don't have a way to let it out, and that is very unhealthy. So I definitely think journaling and talk therapy could be beneficial to a lot of people if they don't do it already. Um, another thing that I highly suggest is like a manifestation journal. Now, what does manifestation have to do with managing frustration, madness, and things that are going on in your life? A manifestation journal is putting out there what you want. It might even help you to be hopeful in dealing with some of the frustrations that you're handling in everyday life. A manifestation journal will have goals for you to push past the frustrations and the madness so that you can reach those goals. A manifestation journal will help you concentrate on the good and what's going to come out of it and what you're enduring these moments for. I think that a manifestation journal is definitely something that a lot of people can incorporate into their everyday lives and get a lot of good feedback from. Um, uh, and you know, it's a hard thing to say, but like I was talking about the talk therapy, sometimes just being involved in different organizations and different people that are going through very much the same thing can help quite a bit. And I think that that's something that a lot of people can gain a lot from. Um, so there, those are a few things that you can definitely do to kind of manage your frustrations and, and, and things like that. And also on the manifestation journal, if something that you are noticing that you are struggling with that is contri contributing to your, um, you know, to your uh, frustrations and things like that, is to try and find ways that you don't let it affect you as much. That's obviously a lot easier said than done. But you can try and find ways that you can make it so that these these triggers don't affect you as much. Now, for me, for example, um, not listening is a very hard thing to do. But when I am in a situation such as among my peers and I'm taking on some criticism and things like that, I try to just let it kind of roll over and then I write about it later. Obviously, easier said than done. I know that these are probably a lot of things that people are already practicing, but I mean, I don't, I just want to say, maybe keep them up, maybe keep doing them, be adamant about it, and they'll have a more long-standing effect for you. Perhaps not. It all depends on the person, but there are other things too, like exercise and things like that, obviously not in the moment things that you can do and it's very hard to bite our tongue but there are things that you can do that help relieve the stress that help relieve the frustration and help you wake up at least the next day feeling a little bit more rejuvenated a little bit more revived i know that yoga is a big one for me like meditation self-meditation mindful meditation you can look that up on youtube it's actually something that my therapist um not to say that everyone needs therapy please don't think that but it's something that my therapist opened me up to mindful meditation being in the moment what is so wrong with this moment actually dissecting there in the now 
dissecting the moment. Like, what is so bad about this moment? What about this moment can really change my life? Because no one can really make me feel inferior without my consent. You know, that is a very famous quote, and it's very true. And um, I think that if you stop in the moment and dissect the moment and say, hey, yeah, I'm frustrated right now, but is it really going to affect me in the long run? I think that if people were mindful enough to do that in the moment, that they would save themselves a lot of hurt, that they would save themselves a lot of grief. It's just a thought, but I think that if people could take that quick breath, that quick breather, and uh, realize that, that they might be able to dissect the moment and and be okay, but um, it's really hard when you're right then and there, when you're in a situation that's frustrating that you can't escape from and you're just feeling quite overwhelmed there's nothing really that you can do and then then and there and that frustrates people I mean we can take deep breaths we can try to cope in the moment and we can always work for it you know work on it later on but I, I think that it's hard for people when they don't have a solution for like why am I feeling panicked right now why am I feeling frustrated right now and there's nothing that they can really do to fix it. Well, if you take the minute to dissect the, the the moment, to look and see what's really bugging you, to see what's really frustrating you and say, is it really going to change me in the long run? It's going to be over in a moment. I think that if people could could do that, that they would have a more positive outcome from the situation, from the moment. So, um, like I said, I don't have anything that can really help you in the then and there, but there are lots of things that will help you on the outside. So I hope this little segment was helpful, and I hope that you guys are getting through and remember it's just a bad moment, not a bad life. This is Brandy from Brandy's Nonsense. Brandy's Nonsense.